We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, y'all. It's Watt Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. Uh, you know, it's Friday, TGIF, you know, all that happy stuff. And, of course, Pitt has a um, game this week. They'll be at home at Hines facing the Virginia Cavaliers, who come in with a record of 5-2, and two, which gives them third in the ACC Coastal Division. But if you look at the uh, record, well, it's kind of misleading. Well, for one thing, they are, well, all right, I get it. They're 2-1 in the ACC as well, but 5-2 overall. But the record's kind of misleading, to say the least. If you look at their schedule, they start out with William & Mary, won that game 20-10. Next week they go against Indiana and lose by 17. And Indiana sucks. Sorry. They're Indiana. They beat a crappy UConn team. But they beat Boise State. And Boise State really isn't the Boise State we all remember from 10 years ago. You know, back when they were in the top 10 and they were going, they went to, you know, they went to a BCS Bowl game and defeated Oklahoma. It's definitely not the Boise State we all remember. But they beat Boise State by 19 points. They beat Duke by 7 points. North Carolina by 6 points. So there you go right there. They beat two crappy teams barely. Then they go against Boston College and lose 41-10. to 10. Now, I'll admit, I've been hard on Boston College most of this year. But their last two games, I mean, they beat Virginia and they beat... Louisville by three points. So there you go right there. I mean, they, I mean, they dropped 45 points on Louisville. So really, there's nothing really too threatening about the Cavaliers in general. As far as the, their team goes, you know, offensively, he, they run multiple schemes. So, I mean, defensively, they run, they run a 3-4. But if you look at their depth chart on offense, I mean, the uh, offensively, it's a pretty much a senior-led team. I mean, majority of their offensive line are seniors. Their quarterback's a senior. Heck, even their, their one of their running backs is a senior. So there you go. Yeah, defensively, it's a, they're, they're kind of semi-young. I mean, not a lot of seniors, mostly sophomores and juniors. So on the surface, they really don't seem too threatening. I mean, five and two. I mean, if you look at look at who they who they've beaten, it's not all that you know huge of a deal. You know, they're 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 fortieth in passing yards a game. 
they can't run the ball. They're near near hundred near over hundred ranking in rushing yards. Defensively, they're they I guess you can say they're pretty much average. I would I would say they're no better than what Pitt is. But uh, one thing about Virginia is they can't really run the football, so they have to throw it. But the pro, you know the thing about these college football previews I've been reading is that they focus. Well, for one thing, they keep mentioning Max Brown, which ought, which strikes me because the guy's hurt; he hasn't played in a few weeks, so he's not going to be playing anywhere or going anywhere time, anywhere anytime soon. But the, but the you know they keep talking about Pitt's defense, how bad it is. Okay, statistically it's bad. It's bad because they're always on the freaking field. Last week they didn't do bad, and I you know and they keep talking about Pitt's secondary being a problem, but Pitt's secondary has gotten better every game. So I don't think I don't see I don't see Virginia throwing the ball all over the place like a lot of these analysts are saying that that's going to happen. But obviously, for Pitt, it's going to be the same story on, on offense. Darren Hall had a great game. Can he repeat it this week? And two, can we get something out of the passing game? Because we're going to need something out of them eventually. Because they're going to start lining you know, 70 guys in the box to stop Darren Hall or whoever we have in the backfield. They're going to expect us to throw it. So that's the issue we that's the just the biggest issue we got right now is that right there. And that's really I mean personally I got Pitt losing this game by a touchdown. I had him losing my ten points to Duke last week and they miraculously beat it beat Duke. Which, you know, still kinda annoys the hell out of me because supposedly uh Duke's coach Supposedly filed a complaint with the ACC over the, over the over that gesture uh, wave decision, that catch. I mean, he's still going to complain about that one call. I mean, Duke got a whole bunch of calls their way. Heck, we gave him over 100 yards of penalties, and we have like a crappy passing game. The work, the work literally was done for Duke. All they had to do was just show up, to, show up to the office, and um, not screw up, and they did screw up. So yeah, I still have Pitt losing this game. I want to be positive, but I just can't right now. It's hard to be positive with what we have going. I mean, it's pot. I mean, defensively, it's going to be positive. It's just the offensive part of it. Something needs something needs to give. And you know, if Pitt can win this game, they'll be four and five, and of course they'll have like ten days off, and maybe they can use that time to prepare for the next three because they're going to have North Carolina. Virginia Tech and Miami, North Carolina, they they sh- you know would be an o- would be an obvious win if they can do it. Miami and t- Miami and Tech are two different stories, so we just have to play them by year. Okay, so moving on, we got obviously we had a uh, story go kind of a little viral yesterday. Paris Ford and Tyler Sear got into a supposed altercation and obviously 
campus police reported. I guess initially, when you know, what the thing is, when stuff gets reported on social media, there's not really any details of what happened. Even this report, there's not much details. It's almost as if these two guys just randomly just got into a fight and started punching each other and beating the crap out of each other, and police had to intervene. And, you know, of course, people are saying, oh, you know, it's Narduzzi, the program's out of control, he's got to get these kids focused, and this, this, and this. Really, all it was was two guys playing Madden football, and they got into an art disagreement. It happens. You know, growing up, you know, we, played, we used to play Madden, you know, Madden, NHL hockey, Actually, we weren't really that big on Madden football a whole lot. It was more NHL hockey that was the big thing, you know, for, for EA Sports. I mean, that was the game. I mean, that's the game you played. It was that freaking good. I mean, I, I mean, the game holds up now. In 2017, NHL 94 holds up very well. I mean, it's just a really good freaking game. I still play it. Same thing with Bill Walsh College Football 95. That game, to me, is like the college football game. doesn't have all the teams, but you have an option of doing a playoff or a um, bowl, bowl scenario, and it's just really good. I mean, Curtis Martin and Billy West. Is, I mean, if you're using Pitt, you got Curtis Martin and Billy West in your backfield. Draw Ryan's your quarterback, unfortunately. But uh, you got Dietrich Gels to throw too as well, who's really good. I mean, it's on the surface, Pitt's not a bad team on you know if you use them on NCAA. But yeah, I mean, I mean, there was always disagreements in games, and sometimes there were scuffles. And the worst part about it is if you had you know, if you had friends who had brothers, little brothers, and they played each other. You know, I had a friend, I had a good friend who had two little brothers. And he always used to play the, the the middle child, and the middle child would always beat him, and he would get pissed off, and he would slam the controllers, or they would get in a little f- scuffle. One time, he went to his house, and the door opens, the middle child runs out, and we see this shoe come flying out the wind, out the door. And I asked him what happened. He said, "I I played him in batting baseball and beat him." So you know you're gonna have that. I mean, that's just part of playing video games. You know, sometimes they get overly emotional. You know, if you, of course, I mean, especially if you're bragging about, you know, if you're bragging and trash talking, yeah. I think a lot of times for me when I played, I just kept quiet. <laughs> I just kept quiet and just beat the crap out of my opponent. And if you got frustrated, just let them, let them, let them air it out because there's no need to get cocky about it. So. They obviously they obviously hugged and made up, so bygones are bygones. But if we go around the uh, college football schedule for this week this weekend, eh, it's a little ACC wise. There's some good matchups. Well, tonight obviously you got Boston College and Florida State. BC's four and four, and you know I've, I've been I've been hard on Boston College, but. They're four and four right now, and if they beat Florida State, they're going to be five and four, and they're going to be close to a bowl, a bowl game. So, I mean, kudos to Daisio, or how you pronounce his name. Kudos to him. 
You know, Miami, they got North Carolina. That should be an easy matchup. Louisville should beat Wake Forest. You know, Wake is, you know, Wake's getting there. Louisville, obviously, you know, people expected more from this year, but they're, you know, they're just, they lose heart, they've lost some heartbreaking games. I mean, NC State and BC are two of them. So, I mean, they could be better than a record, but, eh, you know, could, be, could happen to a better group of assholes. Uh, the the big one obviously is NC State versus Notre Dame. NC State's fourteenth ranked and they're playing Notre Dame, who's ninth. ND is uh, a lot better this year. They're a really good team, obviously, as we've seen. I see Notre Dame winning this game because I think they just have you know, overall they have a better team. NC State just has their team isn't bad. I mean, they're, they're just they're, it's it's a veteran team. Those guys have been playing for a while together for a while. But I just think talent level, it's going to be more Notre Dame than uh, NC State. Duke at Virginia Tech, obvious win for, for Tech on that one. Duke sucks. Clemson, Georgia Tech. Um, this is obviously a big game for Clemson. Tech isn't a team they're really to mess with. So hopefully they take care of business and keep marching on to the playoff. That's all I can do. Otherwise, we're going to be hoping for Miami. But yeah, this could be a year where where the ACC gets left out of the bowl, out of the bowl, out of the uh, playoff scenario, which will allow a lot of other people to to push their agendas that the ACC isn't a good football conference when it really is. If we're looking for, I mean, around the conference this week. I mean, we got plenty. I mean, what's all about the, what's all about this slate is. A lot of it's very good early in the day, but evening it's just a little, it's a little eh type of thing. You know, it's kind of one of those things where you're drinking beer and watching college football mostly early in the day, and then like you know these get the late the late slate is those ones where you just eh, you know, you just if you want to go take a nap, you go take a nap or go do something else. You know, watch something else, go to a strip club. Apologies, delays the listen that any of them do. But, yeah, one of the early matchups we got is West Virginia and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State barely survived Texas. And, you know, I think – I have a feeling that Texas quarterback was concussed on that throw because, there's, I mean, there's no explanation as to why. All he had to do was throw that ball out of the end zone, and he he literally just threw it into the hands of an Oklahoma State player. So part of me thinks his bell had to, had to have been rung somewhere somewhere along the way, and when he threw it, you know, that's all I can really you know say about that. West Virginia barely survived Baylor, and uh, I think this you know the only advantage for West Virginia is they're at home this week. So I, I see um, I still going to stay pulling that one off. Baylor, I think Baylor upsets Texas this weekend. I mean, they've been knocking on the door. I know for a fact when they had the bye week, the staff the uh, Baylor wasn't happy with the players, and they they he, they drilled the hell out of them. Some players, mostly seniors, quit. You know, and that's what's going to happen is if they you know if they don't like the staff after a while. I mean, they're seniors; they don't have to deal with it, so they go.
Another interesting game will be uh, TCU and Iowa State. Iowa State's 25th ranked, and they put off they pull some big wins this week. So, if I'm TCU, I probably don't take Iowa State that lightly because of the teams have knocked off. I would like that Paul Rhodes would have still been the coach and had him like this, but it just didn't work out for him. But uh, TCU obviously has a clear path to the uh, you know pl- the college football playoff, and they may just get there. I mean, they just got to keep winning. And if they did, and here's the thing: if they didn't have the championship game, they would just it'd be, it'd be literally smooth sailing for them. They wouldn't have to play a championship game at all. But they're going to have to, and. Can you imagine if they lose that game? Whew. You'll have to, you'll, you'll have <laughs> them bitching again about the the conference game the conference championship game scenario. Obviously the biggest game of the of the weekend is number 2 Penn State, number 6 Ohio State. I see Penn State winning this game. Ohio State's come off a bye week. Penn State's come off a big win against Michigan. It really and it really was not you know, a bad of a game for Penn State. You know, Michigan came back early, and then Penn State just pulverized them. I mean, teams are pretty much game playing for Saquon Barkley to the point where they can't do anything with against uh, Trace McSorley. You know, it's made him look good, really good. So I don't see Penn State losing that game. I think you know they're getting the points. I think they they're definitely going to cover. I, th- I believe, and I de- they're definitely going to win that game. I think if Ohio State wins, Penn State probably covers. But the, you know Ohio State before their bye week they they won they won a bunch of big you know bunch of games. And if you look at their the opponents they played, it was you know Maryland, Rutgers, and Nebraska, and they all suck. So. This is going to be a much different type of animal. But if you look at the rest of the college football slate, I mean, there's really, I mean, if you're a hardcore college football fan, there's some, there's some games there. I mean, there's South Florida and Houston, that that should be a good matchup. Utah and Oregon, I mean, those are two really good programs. I think you have UAB and Southern Miss, and UAB's, you know, they're they're coming back after that uh, hiatus when their program was suspended, and they're trying for a bowl game. You know, they're, they're trying. I mean, they've been doing pretty well so far. Uh, there's also Texas Tech and Oklahoma. Oklahoma's tenth ranked, but I don't see them really. You know, that game should be winnable for Oklahoma. Tech will give them a hard time, but Tech tends to choke. And of course, there's Mike Leach versus Bridge Rodriguez, Washington State versus Arizona. That's another good matchup. You got USC and, and Arizona State. I mean, I just can't get over Steve Sarkeesian with his with his drinking problems. The fact that he was drunk coaching USC, and they were beating the crap out of Todd Graham and uh, Arizona State. I mean, the guy was inebriated, and they were still destroying them. That's really all you need to know. But yeah, I mean. That's pretty much the slate for this weekend. I mean, there's really not, you know, early in the early in the day, there's some good, really good games. Later in the day, it's eh. I mean, it's one of those things where if you're really that, you know, 
if you're that really into the hardcore matchups, go for it. Otherwise, there's nothing really that uh, you need to set your DVR for. I mean, you can just watch the games early in the day and go out, go out and party with your, your buddies later. I mean, it's or uh, or tell your girl I'm, I'm watching my games. Come over later. You know, we'll we'll put on Netflix and you know. I was about to say DVDs, but DVDs are so freaking out. They've been out for years. That's how old I am. But anyways, I'm gonna cap it off here. I'm not gonna. T- I'm, my next podcast, I'll probably talk about pit hoops. They're starting off the season, and obviously, there's some talk of um, Kevin Stallings and about how we handled the Cam Johnson situation, which I'm not going to get into right now because I'm going to keep it strictly football. You know what? Forget it. I got five more minutes, maybe more. I'll talk about it real quick. Uh, you know, you know, Kevin Stallings obviously had his little um, they had their ACC mini day, and you know, Ryan, you know, Ryan. Ryan Luther, you know, and Jonathan, you know, and Milligan had their little um, talks about the players. Obviously, there there are two veterans coming back. I almost called him Ryan friggin' Switzer. Good lord, um, you know, yada yada yada. The guys are learning. They're sponges. They're picking up the system. They're doing all the right things. I mean, it's just all the same coach speak. So, Stallings talked about the whole Cam Johnson thing and. Shed some light on it, and I even like some. I even like the fact that he injected some of the fake news type of thing. I mean, like I, it, it sounded like he wanted to say fake news, but I guess he called them the uninformed media that don't know anything. Supposedly, a campus po- uh, administration policy kept him from releasing Cam to UNC, and he was just you know he's barely, he's only been here eight or nine months, and he didn't want to c- cause any you know, friction by trying to pull strings for him. Or just re- release them. And, you know, Heather Likes said the same thing that they handled it personally. They just wanted Cam to, uh, you know, abide by what all the athletes do. And, you know what, they were very generous to Cam Johnson as far as his transfer options. He could have went anywhere without having to wait a year to play. But he wanted to go in conference to, to, to ACC, the U- to North Carolina, and you know he he knew he knew what the what the uh, what the conditions were, but he still compl- his, him and his dad still complained to everybody, because the popular thing is that the popular thing is if you don't get your way, just go to the media or go to social media and, and, and bitch to them, and then the whole group thing the whole group thing comes out, and they all they all want to pounce on because n- n- none of them have their own none of them have want to have their own opinion. Listening to his quotes from Stallings, there's two things. Part of me thinks that Stallings, you know, this part of us was on Stallings where he could have let Cam out of his thing but just chose not to. He was sticking to his guns. And and Heather Light just covered for him because that's what some ADs and some bosses do. To, you, know, the, you know, the safe face for, the, for their coach is just to take the fall. And the other part of it for me is, this was you know this was a Heather like decision. He has to wait, and then she obviously you know um, you know eventually lets him go because they want to they want to go to court they want to do all this garbage 
with it. And when, when Leroy ticks me off, is, you know, a, lot of this, a lot of these schools do this, but when, it, when Pitt tries to do it, everybody has to jump on the bandwagon. Like Jay Billis, obviously, had to throw his uh, little, little, little uh, agenda into it. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm in a rock and hard place with this. Really, I don't care anymore because it's over and done with. But for me, if I'm a coach and my players, I'm new, and if my players want to go, I'm going to let them go. I'm just going to cut the losses. Yeah, it sucks he's going to go to North Carolina. He's going to go to a, you know, a conference foe. But at the end of the day, I mean, is it really worth, you know, fighting over it at that point? Because, you know, it's – if um, if you say, no, you can't go, and then, of course, they, they say, okay, we're going to fight this for a while – you think to yourself, okay, is it really freaking worth it? I'm not gonna, my team isn't going to get better because I have to replace half pretty much my whole roster. Who cares? Just let him go. He obviously finished his degree supposedly. Let him leave. And I think if he really, if, I think if Kevin Stones really wanted to do that for him, he would have done that. I mean, don't tell me that you've been here eight or nine, eight or nine, eight or nine months, and you you don't want to upset. The administration, they're not going to, I mean, they're not going to fire you over this. They may say, hey, you really, uh, you, you screw up doing this, don't do it again. They're not going to fire you over this. I mean, maybe he felt his job was in danger because he uh, he, t- he took a 20-plus uh, win team from the year before and turned them into a, turned them to absolute garbage. Not to mention losing the Duquesne, Duquesne of all teams. So... Maybe he was. Maybe he felt he was in danger of his job, and he wanted to ruffle feathers with the administration. Who, who cares? They're not going to fire you at this point. They're giving you a chance to build your team. You got. You, you've built them somewhat. So, whatever. Or may you know that's that's just you know, one, one theory I have is that you know he he fought this and he was going to lose, and the admin just covered for him. Where, you know, Heather Like being Heather Like, you know, maybe she said, you know, no, he has to wait. Screw him. You just do as you're told. I don't know. I mean, either slightly could be believable. I mean, you you just got to look at the timelines for when, you know, Heather Like was hired and when this all drama came about. I think really at the the end, once uh, they wanted to go fight this legally, pitches decided to to, to, to cut their losses, because at that point it just isn't worth it. They obviously weren't going. To, they obviously weren't going to stop until they got their way, and they did. Regardless, I hope he. Um, I won't be really cheering for the guy too much. He plays for UNC, obviously, and I really don't wish him well. I hope he succeeds in life. Let's just say I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say I don't wish him well. I just hope he succeeds because you, regardless of what happens in life, you want people to succeed in whatever they do. You don't want them to be failures because you know you're pissed off because you they left. That's how it is with with, with local kids when they leave when they when they sperm pit they go to our programs. I'm I'm not gonna cheer for them. I'm not gonna support them. But you know if they graduate and if they do well in life, then that's all that's important. That's all that's important. But you're going to see me cheering for them. Oh, well, I was going to end at the uh, football thing. But, of course, I got instead of five minutes, I did seven minutes of this Kevin Stallings mess. So, hell to pit. Have a good weekend. Happy Friday. One, two, 
three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.